The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is The Joe Pags Show. Jake Beckett this hour. He's a former NCAA football star. Also a former NFL guy. He was uh, an Army Ranger and was over in Iraq, I think, as recently as 2019. In fact, he was in, in Erbil, where we just saw Iranian missiles come very close to hitting our consulate there. We talk about that. We talk about the Leah Thomas situation, as he's a former NCAA athlete. We talk about a lot. He's a really sharp dude, and I hope that he wins that, that Senate seat in Arkansas. Also, we've got on this program, Dr. Jesse Lopez going to give you an update on exactly what's going on with COVID and why is it that little Anthony, I call him little Tony. Little Tony uh, Fauci is shown back up. And uh, he's got a little something, something to say about uh, the possibility of us having to do a pivot and go back to mandates and lockdowns and everything else. And then I heard a story that he might be looking to step down soon. I am so over Fauci. Maybe he should have stayed on vacation where the hell he was on a Friday. Uh, give me some strings. Uh-huh. Point section. That would be a protein bar during the break. Protein bar. Case Mike, Fought Monster. Yes. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Bring it now. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. I'm feeling it. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Say Bring it down. Take it up a notch. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. K is in for Kerry. Polo is in for Polo. And Sam getting it done, as she always does. Appreciate you hanging out on a Friday. If you missed the first hour, a couple of things. First of all, why? Shows three hours a day. You got 24 hours. What, three hours is a lot? That's it's a big ask. It's free. Hello. So um, make sure that you check it out. We talked a lot about Leah Thomas and the controversy with this NCAA swimmer who's taking on uh, XX chromosomes. He's an XY. Um, and because Leah Thomas says, I'm a girl, and we just have to accept it. And if you don't accept it, then you're in big trouble. And again, I'll accept it societally. I mean, I don't accept it as truth because it's not through science. But if you want to live that way, I'm not here to judge you. Live however you want to live. But the fact that you want to get the benefit of now swimming or competing against somebody who is truly an XX and you're an XY, that's going to be a problem. We talked a lot about that. I do get back into it with, uh, with Jake Beckett coming up. We're going to talk about Vladimir Putin this hour. And uh, I want to get into uh, some of that as well because I'm still trying to figure out who the guy is. Kay, was it you last week who was on and said that you think that he's like 80 years old? Was that you or somebody else? No, that was 100% me. Because I, I, do we not know when this guy was born? Because if I, if I think about it, he's been through, what, four presidents now? Something like that, and he still looks the same. How old are you? Do you really think he's 80? I, I think he's... In his 80s, I think he's had a lot of work done. Everyone's saying like, oh, his face is puffy because he's on steroids. I'm like, no, his face is puffy because he's had fillers. So you think that he's been reconstructed to look like he's younger, but you really think that he's that old. So with him being that old, and I'll ask you for opinion before we get into the fact, because he may be that old, so he's like, what does he care? He's at the end of his life. He'll do whatever he wants. Is that is that your feeling? 
110 million trillion percent that is my feeling he's like he's on his way out so he's just gonna do whatever he can get away with to create some crazy legacy for himself it's very stalin-esque it's it's revolting he's just trying to reform the soviet union before he dies the whole thing's very scary because the guy's got control of a bunch of nuclear weapons. The only real, you know, good thing, positive thing that I can see is that there appears to be some real strife in the ranks of his, of his military. And that's good. Um, you want the military to be able to rise up. Normally to get rid of a, a, some sort of a, a, strong, a strong-armed leader like this is you've got to have a rising up of the, of the military. Not that I want militaries to take over governments everywhere, but when you've got a guy who's this nuts and who will do just about anything just because of what he thinks is Russian or Soviet tradition, and when he gives a speech where he's quoting Lenin the entire time, that gives me pause without a doubt. So we'll get into that in a minute. But first, um, I want to do something else. I had to do a parody today. First of all, I hadn't done one in about a week and a half. And for if you know anything about me, and you do because you listen and you watch, um, you know that I like doing the parodies. And I know that the people like the parodies. And I like to make sure I bring it for the people. If you don't bring it for the people, then, then what are you doing it for? So I decided to do one on Leah Thomas. And for me... This one just jumped out. First of all, maybe I was thinking about songs that had the word water in it because he's swimming or she's swimming, whatever. Um, and, and this one jumped out. And I didn't think I could sing it. It's pretty high. But um, it came together pretty well. This is the Pags parody, Dude in the Water, based on Smoke in the Water. And it's just a jam. I mean, this song's a jam. That's what it is. Listen to the words if you can. Now, later on, I'll post it with the words on the song. Let's go. Bring it, boy. Used to swim with the guys. Wasn't very good. Uh-huh. Backstroke free or the fly. Beat them, he never would. Never. He knew he'd have a chance Said that he was a chick Well, we're big boy fans Come on Dudes in the water Beating all the girls Dudes in the water Don't be fooled by his curls He'll be fooled by his curls. You know what I'm saying, right? Second verse. Let's go. Well, not yet. Soon. Went from almost dead last Right to the top Went from Bill to Leah When will this lunacy stop? From the top girl Stands a foot above them We're in a whoa world Who wants some harmony? Bring it Dudes on the water Smoking all the girls Dudes on the water Don't be fooled by his curls That's how we do a Pax parody Dude 
on the water. I think I, I, think I called it dudes on the water. I, I put a, I put a possessive on it, but there you go. A little something, something we like to call a PAGS parody, and it just seemed to make sense. With with this story causing so much angst, why not have a little bit of fun with it? Hopefully you like, hopefully you liked it. If you did, check it out later on. We'll put it up online for you, and uh, and I just try to bring it like it's been brought in. That's all I'm doing. I'm bringing it like it's been brought in. So, it's okay. Why during that song did I, did I get a message about Ben Shapiro from you? Okay. So <laughs> Are you still Joe, laughing about that from yesterday? Funniest thing that has ever happened since I've been on the show. This guy being like, oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of like yours, Joe, of like Dan Bongino, obviously like Rush Limbaugh, like huge fan of Sean Hannity. Right. And uh, the, the little Jewish boy. And every <laughs> single one of us just stops. And we're like, what did he just say? Is he talking about Ben? It was crazy. Oh, it was, I, I I woke up laughing about it this morning. It was one of the funniest things that's ever happened in my entire life. It was, I was just, well, the, <laughs> the, 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 fun, the funny thing is we, we've lost her. We've lost her. That's it. The Welsh laugh is out. That's it. Polo, that's it. We've lost her. We've lost Kay. That's it. What's funny is when Kay is in right before the show, Polo always says, well, what do you say, Polo? What's the first thing you say? Hello. There you go. Nails it every time. You okay? You good? The funny thing is, after we all paused yesterday, if you missed this call, you've got to listen all the time because we get calls like this all the time. If you missed the call, we all paused, and then about, I don't know, 13 seconds later, we went, Ben Shapiro? Who are we we talking about? Oh, by the way, uh, it's a big birthday today, and um, uh, many of you listening and watching, if you follow her on, on Facebook, today is Carrie's birthday. And uh, as I mentioned yesterday, first of all, happy birthday, Carrie. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Carrie's just great. We love her. Um, but And I said this on I hope she's not mad. Um, she's 70, 70 years old, Carrie Lockie. So um, God bless you. And it's good. Is she not? Am I, am I in trouble now? Sam, am I in trouble? She's definitely like 32. So there you go. Let me just clear the air. Thought it was, thought it was 70. Um, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not good at the math. I wasn't good at math. You know, there was actually I was actually pretty good at math. 888-941 Pags, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Happy birthday to Carrie. Happy birthday. Cause she loves how I sing. To you. Come on. Happy birthday. Come on, Polo, jump in. To you. Polo says no. Happy birthday, dear Carrie. Happy 70th. Happy birthday. Seven decades. No? You're saying no, Sam? Listen, I know that she's at least <laughs> 23. Okay, can we just talk about this? <laughs> Come on. What's the issue? I can tell you her a song. What has she ever sung for me? I don't even know my damn birthday. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. When we come back, Hey's going to have the story of uh, Vladimir Putin and nukes. And it's one that you're going to want to hear because it's not being talked about very much, to be honest with you. Uh, plus, I'll take your phone calls right now, not necessarily on the parody, but uh, on your thoughts about how this thing in Ukraine ends. What has to happen for this thing to end? I know what Putin wants. He wants uh, Zelensky out of power. He wants to put his own puppet in there. That's not something that the West is going to be okay with. So how do you think it ends? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags.
Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. We definitely want to get into um, what Vladimir Putin might be thinking over in Russia as he continues the invasion of Ukraine. We keep on hearing that Ukraine's doing better than we thought they would do. But, you know, as much as you can say that, when Russia's using air power and Ukraine has some surface-to-air missiles and some anti-aircraft missiles, if you don't have air power as well, that's going to be a long day. It's going to be a really long day. And I, I feel for them big time. Um, and I think that we very quietly, like Ron Johnson said the other day on this very program, we very quietly should have said, of course you can, you know, let Poland send in the planes because the, and the reason why they're MIGs and not like, you know, F-15s or F-16s, whatever, is because the Ukrainian flyers have been trained on MIGs, so they know how to fly them. So that should, that should have been done. We should never have heard about that. That should not have been in the news. It should not have been written up anywhere. It should not have been talked about anywhere. It just should have happened. And the fact that it didn't happen is hurting them big time. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Kay's going to have a story in a second about what, uh, what, what might be the mindset of Vladimir Putin. Meantime, though, remember, I want you to go and get one of these thunderstorms. This is a great Eden Pure air purifier. It's an air purifier that doesn't take any filters you have to go and buy. A lot of these you'll buy it for 600 bucks. You've got to put a bunch of filters in it, and it costs you a bunch of money over time. This doesn't. They've got the Thunderstorm is what it's called. It's got proven oxy technology, quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more, and it freshens your entire home. Gets rid of any odor like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and much more. Over 200,000 of these have been sold. You know that it works. You're not going to sell more than like two of them if it doesn't work. So never breathe dirty air again. No filters to buy, as I said. Takes up no floor space. Plugs directly into the wall. It's almost silent. Great for use in bedrooms as well. I want you to go right now to the website, EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N-PureDeals.com. Use my discount code. It's PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three, to save $200 right now. Again, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, and shipping is free. Save $200 right now. All right, Ms. Smythe, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear about Vladimir Putin and what his mindset might be when it comes to nukes. What's up, what's up with that? So the summary of the story, Joe, it's really a lose-lose, not just for Ukraine, but for essentially the rest of the West. Putin has turned around and said that uh, if we don't stop supporting Ukraine, he's going to threaten us with nuclear attack. And that's for the entirety of the West. As you know, I have family back in the UK. It's a lot closer to Russia, um, if you're going the other way, than we are right now. But... um, The other concern that we actually touched upon earlier this week, um, or actually it might have been last week, I can't remember, Um, time has no meaning anymore, but uh, Blinken uh, essentially told, like Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, uh, told reporters today that um, there is concern that Moscow may be setting the stage to use a chemical weapon, so like a chemical attack, um, and then falsely blame Ukraine to justify escalating attacks on Ukrainian people. At this point, I don't really understand how Russia could actually escalate attacks other than going nuclear or using chemical weapons. Well, if they go nuclear, then we're going to jump in. If they go nuclear, then NATO would have to respond. They can't go nuclear. So I'm not really... Look, Antony, who doesn't have an H in his name for some reason, Antony, I have no idea why there's no H. Um, I don't don't know that I trust this guy. And, And I don't know that I'm asking you your opinion that much unless you want to give it. But I don't really trust him. He keeps coming out and telegraphing what he thinks Russia's going to do. Why would he announce that to the world? I think Russia might... It's almost like he's setting up something. And I don't know what the story is with that what feeling do you get when this guy walks out i don't get a whole i don't get a sense of of well-being when i see this guy 
No, I, I see him as being more of a messenger boy. He doesn't, yes. like, he's apocalypse food. You know, like, I've used that term before. He's the kind of guy who, during the apocalypse, like, you use him for food. He's not worth much <laughs> Oh, no, we're talking um, about eating Anthony Blinken. No. <laughs> okay. I know, that's, I'm going to get deported for that one. All right, but, so, um, no, so, so, so the bottom line is this. He's saying that he fears Putin might use chemical or nuclear weapons uh, over in Ukraine against Ukraine. Then Putin will then blame Ukraine for doing it to their own people. That's what he's saying? Uh, essentially, yes, which uh, is what he tried to do with the second Malaysia Airlines flight. I know that we've talked about that on the right. program during the sort of the second Malaysia Airlines flight that went down that summer. I believe it was 2014. Um, what happened was Russian troops shot down a, uh, a Malaysia Airlines flight that was on the same flight path as a Russian passenger jet. So they were aiming for the Russian passenger jet and they were going to use that as an excuse to invade Ukraine. This was under Obama. Right. Um, and then they missed. They got the wrong plane and so they pulled out and then they couldn't invade, obviously, under Trump because Trump would have blown them off the face of the earth. Right. Um, and now Putin, um, Putin, Biden is in charge and uh, the country is weaker for it. So it's easier for Putin to kind of go and start World War Three. Yeah, but I mean, if- Biden's in charge and everybody, every bad actor on the planet is doing anything they want now this is what they're doing okay biden's in charge oh wow he didn't do anything about that oh look he screwed up afghanistan wow he's not doing anything about north korea and he wants to make a deal with iran let's do anything we want the bad actors on on the planet are very very emboldened right now absolutely i could not agree more because it's not just putin right it's also uh xi jinping it's also north korea Mm -hmm. this is happening all over the world But I think the real story that's sort of underlying in um, the, you know, the U.S. government, the secretary of uh, the secretary of state and other members of, uh, you know, the sort of like alphabet agencies, if you will. Um, So the alphabet agencies are all like, oh, if uh, we don't um, stop Ukraine from fighting back and if Ukraine keeps winning, uh, Russians, Russian Russian troops are going to nuke the West because they're so angry at us for losing the war. Well, I think they're all full of it. Okay, I appreciate that, but I think they're all full of it. That's not what's going to happen. If if Ukraine keeps doing well on the ground war here, and this has been spelled out by the reaction, I think a lot of Russian troops will say, we're not doing this. I'm just not doing this. I don't want to do this. I don't know why I'm doing this. And Putin doesn't have as strong a hand as we think. Mark, very quickly for me out of Florida, what would you do with Putin? Hey, man, I dropped some bombs on him. They know where he is. Drop some bombs on him. Do it to him before he does it to us. Once you take him out, the rest of them are going to give up. I mean, he's the only crazy one over there, hopefully. Well, yeah. I don't I don't think we do know where he is. And, and I'll, I'll make this as clear as I can. They literally use holograms instead of having him show up in some places. There's a piece of video where you could see his hand. You see the microphone through his hand. He's not there. So I don't think we do know where he is. And, and the word that we get from any intelligence agent who will say something you know, off the record, obviously, is that he's surrounded by people who are really, really bad people who are trying to get him to do anything they want. And, and that's a problem. When you're in that choir and only hearing from the choir, you think the really bad things you're doing are really actually good. Jake Beckett, when we come back, stay right here on The Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with The Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He is, of course, a former Razorback. He's an Army Ranger. He's a guy running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Kansas. It is uh, actually Arkansas. Sorry about that. It's Jake Beckett. Jake, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. You know, it's a pleasure to have you on, and I love talking to you because you're multifaceted. You know a lot about a lot, and being a, you know somebody who who's in the army uh, for as long as you are, being somebody who played professional football, being somebody who was a star Razorback. I mean, you've got a lot of opinions on a lot of what's going on, and and you're a straight shooter, and I think people really do appreciate that. Before we get to anything else, how how are the poll? How are the polls looking? You looking good? Yeah, we are surging in the polls. We are neck and neck with the incumbent, Senator John Bozeman. The primary is on May 24th. Uh, we are, we're not taking anything for granted. We're not getting complacent. We are accelerating through the finish line, but we could not be more excited. Uh, and, and I hope nothing but the best for you. We're going to keep on pushing as hard as we can. We definitely think that you're the guy. Um, I want to talk to you about something that's not in the bigger scheme of things, Jake. This isn't important. It really isn't. This is, this is a, um, a, a very strange situation that can become even more important over time because I think women and women's sports are really in danger. This isn't Ukraine, Russia. This isn't the economy. This isn't, you know, the bungle in Afghanistan. So in that realm, it's not that important, but everybody's talking about it today. The fact that a person who has been William Thomas for 21 years of his life is now saying that he's a female and he's Leah Thomas and is swimming against the women. And you've been a big dude. What are you, six, five? I'm 6'5", about 240 pounds. Yeah, I'm 6'1", okay? So this person is six foot one and probably about 170, 180, has a swimmer's body and completely annihilated the field in the NCAA. This is a person who was 460th as a male swimmer, and he swam male three years. Now as a female swimmer, is the number one swimmer in the nation by far. I mean, lapping women almost. Um, that's how strange it is. And I just want to put a picture up that I think does show the entire story in context. This person is is a full foot almost over the, the second, the person, Emma, who came in second. She should have won, Emma. She should be the champion. But instead, somebody who has all of the biology of a male, the bigger lungs, the bigger heart, the bigger capacity, the, the, uh, the advantage of testosterone for much of his life, is now the the female swimming champion in the NCAA. You're somebody who went through the NCAA. You worked your ass off to get there. You worked your ass off to get to the NFL. If you decided instead of playing NFL football, you would go and try out for the women's soccer team or the softball team, I think you'd probably do pretty well, Jake. Is this fair at all? No, it's it's not fair. It's disgusting. And I, I think that image should disgust and infuriate every American. I think it really does. You know, just just uh, as a threshold issue, I think this is one of those 95 to 5 issues that Republicans, instead of leaning into, instead of attacking on, instead of broadening our base and actually being aggressive and confident in our beliefs, you know, so many establishment invisible rhinos, they just they hide under their desks and they're afraid to confront these winning issues that can help us reshape American politics and build a new coalition. Yeah, because if you just look at this, I mean, that that image really invokes the the decadence, the corruption, just really the, the vapid nature of our culture today. I, I'm, I'm sad to say that, but it's true because it really is disgusting. It's indicative of re- really the end game of the beliefs of the radical left. That image right there is the end game of trust the science. That is the end game of live your truth. That is the end game of diversity, equity, and inclusion. There it is, right there. Yeah. And, and that's not the end. That, that, that's really just the beginning. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's the end game logically, 
but it's going to keep accelerating unless it sees resistance. Because, I mean, the, the left, they have to keep pushing, right? There's always a new frontier. Right. They're never going to be satisfied. They're never going to say enough's enough. They're never going to, you know, circle the wagons and say we have to fortify our position. They're going to keep pushing. Okay, we, we, we've seen that historically, you know, just the, the, the culture and the beliefs of Marxism and communism. Like, there, there is no satisfaction. So we have to fight back. We have to send leaders to D.C. We have to put leaders in our state legislators, leaders as our red state governors who are going to say, look, I'm drawing a line in the sand. This is not acceptable here and no further. Look, there, there are some issues I, I hear from some mainstream media types, you know, some moderates, some independents. You know, hey, say, well, you know, what are a couple of issues that you know, we can compromise on where we can find some middle ground? And, you know, there are a couple, you know, like I think school choice, parental choice and education. Right. There is a rather bipartisan consensus. Voter ID. You know, a, a, a majority of Americans think you should have to present a photo ID in order to vote. Right. Those are a couple of issues we can compromise on. But on issues like this, whether a man can compete against women in women's sports and everyone pretends like it's normal. No, I am drawing a line in the sand. I am saying we, I'm not going to go to the mushy middle on this. I'm not going to allow the Overton window to move further and further left. I am drawing a line in the sand and saying I am not participating in this. I'm not well, going well, to I'm, I'm not going to live in an America that is a South Park episode. I'm I not going to do it. That literally, it, it does mirror a South Park episode. It's true. That actually happened. Um, what you said makes so much sense, and people watching and listening agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't care if they're, they're Democrats. I don't care if they're Republicans. Most people, either quietly, anonymously, or loudly, like you and I, will say this is def- definitively wrong. This doesn't make any sense. This is kind of dumb. That'd be like you or me going in and competing against women, women weightlifters. It doesn't make sense. Um, and not even for a second. So... When you see this and you know that both sides kind of wink and not agree, this is wrong, we should do something, why don't the Republicans jump on it? Why don't the, Why doesn't the establishment, why don't they get rid of the martini lunches and, and hanging out with their buddies on the other side of the aisle and get together and really work on something that would say, look, this isn't okay. Okay, you're a woman, you want to live as a woman, let's do the trans games. You can't be competing against people who physically and biologically have a disadvantage. Why don't they do it? What are they afraid of? I just think over the decades, these career politicians, they have it beaten into them. All I have to do is avoid controversy, avoid anything that could make me lose my job. That's what these establishment rhinos, they wake up every day, they look in the mirror, and they ask themselves, how can I not get fired today? That, that, that's wow. what they believe. And, and that, is, that, that is the antithesis of what political leadership should be about, particularly in a deep red state like Arkansas. We should be sending leaders, conservative warriors to D.C. who are going to lead from the front on these issues and many others. To me, it is such a no-brainer. Look, if you're someone who is incapable of making an argument, of saying the truth, speaking the truth boldly and courageously on this issue, if you can't do it, then you are simply incapable of doing your job. And we've got to send new, bold, young, dynamic leaders to D.C. to do that. Because right now, if everything we've done as a party has led us to this moment, we have failed. Yeah, I agree with you. It's Jake Beckett. Go to jakebeckett.com. And Beckett is B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Uh, make sure you spell it right. Uh, one, one last thing on this. 
because the politicians aren't doing anything, the NCAA isn't doing anything, the coaches aren't doing anything, would you be an advocate for these, like, like this Emma who got into second place, I don't know her name off the top of my head, her last name, but she's worked her entire life, she worked her ass off to, to win today or yesterday, and she would have had this person not been there. Should these swimmers refuse to swim? Should they say, I'm not going to get in the water until you fix this? Would that fix it? Yeah, I think it's time for these athletes. And look, it's tough. I, I, I hate to put the athletes and the parents in this position because this is what their leaders are supposed to be doing. Yeah. But in the absence of real opposition, in the absence of real leadership, I think it's time for these athletes to speak up. I mean, you know, even I think there's this perception that young people are all for this. That's not true. There are many young patriotic Americans who believe what we believe, Joe. And I, I want these young athletes to start being aggressive that, that's part of what I believe is my mission in yeah. politics is to give some of these people a voice, give them the confidence to say, hey, there's a young guy who's helping to lead a great state. You know, maybe I can start speaking out and actually saying what I believe and others will follow. So I, I hope to ignite that movement. Right in the middle of the interview, it decided to stop uh, doing the interview. That was kind of interesting. Well, there you go. Jake Beckett bringing the knowledge and bringing it very, very well. Jake Beckett getting it done. And, um, it, you know, at the end of the day, you got a guy who's got so much history, so much history, whether it be in sports, so he can talk about this issue like it's nothing, or, you know, if it's uh, being an Army Ranger, which is an amazing feat in and of itself. The guy brings it like it's been brought in. What we'll do here is let's take a break, Polo. When we come back, we'll try to queue up the rest of that interview because something happened where the machines blew up, and we'll bring you the rest of it. And people are going, oh, my God, he got censored. We didn't get censored. Something happened with the machinery, but we'll make sure we bring you the rest of that interview on the Joe Pag Show when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pack Show. We had a blip in the uh, in the matrix. We're going to pick up my conversation with Jake Beckett, now a U.S. Senate candidate out of Arkansas. Really, when I look at this at this war, this conflict in Eastern Europe, I I, I like to zoom out and see the broader context because I, I think Joe Biden has blundered us into a position that no American president should be promoting, which is a union of the two major powers of the Eurasian landmass, that is Russia. And China, led by the Chinese Communist Party. China is, they're de facto underwriting this campaign now by Russia into Ukraine. They're providing them with weapons and material, it's been reported, even though they're denying it. Um, they're, and they're also supporting them financially due to the sanctions we've placed on the Russian regime. So we've, we've united, we, we've... Uh, incidentally supported this burgeoning alliance between Russia and China. And that cannot happen. That is an existential threat to the United States. So, you know, once again, we, you know, Joe, we, we spoke about this last summer, yeah. you know, in the Afghanistan debacle, I said, then, as I say now, that was about more than one country in the Middle East. That episode signaled to America's enemies that we were leaderless, that we had a weakened, feckless commander in chief and the consequences would reverberate for years to come. Now we're seeing it happen. And you know, America has to pivot. We have to zoom out and see the larger picture here and realize that we have to keep that wedge 
between Russia and China long-term. We cannot allow them to unite, and that's what's happening right now, unfortunately. It's uh, Jake Beckett running for U.S. Senate, the great state of Arkansas. Make sure you vote for him if you're able to in Arkansas, jakebeckett.com. Great insight. You're right. We should zoom out a little bit. We should take more of an aerial view. Um, You know, I can can say all sorts of things that might not make sense, but I know that if we would have done Afghanistan better, then this would not have emboldened people like Iran, who now are working on nukes again. It would not have emboldened North Korea that, I guess, tested a couple of nukes after. Afterwards. You wouldn't hear about Chinese planes flying over Taiwan. And now you've got Russia just barreling right into Ukraine. And the world community literally did nothing. As much as these sanctions supposedly are going to help, we didn't do the biggest sanctions. We're cutting off the, the main bank that they use. And, and, and us not taking their oil. Guess what? India said, we'll take it. It's cheap oil. We'll do that. And we're, now we're going to have to go to bad guys like Venezuela and Iran and have them help us out. Jake, this thing is a bizarre world. So how does this thing end? And by the way, the whole incestuous relationship we have with China boggles my mind. And maybe if we have a second at the end, we can talk about sports stars still kissing up to China, knowing that China, as bad as Russia is, China's worse. So, so I mean, we're still doing that as Americans, and it's all very, very strange. But what, what do we do? How do we get this guy out of Ukraine without sending troops? I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Should we have quietly given them the Polish MiGs? I mean, that would have made sense, no? But what should we be doing right now? Well, first of all, I think you're right that there's a reason why you know Russia invaded Crimea in 2014 under right. the Obama administration, and there's a reason why they're making aggressive moves now during the Biden administration, and they didn't do so during the Trump administration. Look, I was deployed to Iraq uh, in 2019 in Mosul and Kurdistan, uh, not too far away from the Erbil consulate, which was just uh, attacked by ballistic missiles from Iran. Look, that was an aggressive move that was met with essentially no response right. you know, as, a, as a pretext to these nuclear negotiations. Look, what we should be doing right now, I mean, it's it's I'm not saying it's too late, but what we should have been doing from day one is projecting American strength. OK, showing, as President Trump showed during the Soleimani episode and during many other encounters, that, look, if you if you challenge American military might or our ability to project power across the globe, then you're going to be met with a devastating response. The Biden administration has been tried, tested, and they failed at that thus far. Look, we have to defend this country, and the only security of peace in our world is American military might. Right now, our enemies do not see that, and and, and I, they they don't see it across the spectrum. I mean, it, to take it back to you know what we're seeing, you know, with, with some of the things in in our sports world. I mean, it's you know the USA Today. I, I'm sure as you saw, they were naming their their Women of the Year. One of them, crazy. you know, is is this Levine character who's actually an act? She, 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 you know, he is in the military. And so when, when our enemies, when they see people like that in uniform and then being actively promoted by uniform military personnel, that, that is a sign of tremendous weakness. And we can't pretend like it doesn't have consequences. It does have consequences. We've seen them. And we will continue to see them as long as this administration you know, doesn't buckle down and focus on our, our true priorities, which is right. lethality and projecting power across the world. Well, Soleimani dead, as you said, al-Baghdadi, al-Baghdadi dead, as you said, ISIS just about decimated, although they're trying to rebuild now under Biden. Uh, uh, Syria crossed some sort of a red line, and Trump dropped 56 or 57 missiles on them as he was having dessert. I mean, w- without a doubt, what you just said is verifiably true. We, we had a strength position that scared Putin. 
And the whole time we've got the left in this country saying that somehow Trump was Putin's puppet, which doesn't make any sense. So what's happening now is obviously what should have happened during Trump had that narrative been true. We've, we've proven all that wrong, but we're still projecting big-time weakness. Man, I, I could talk to you for two hours. I know that we're just about out of time. Um, I wonder if you've got 30 seconds, Jake, if you don't mind. Should we just tell our athletes no longer deal with Russia, no longer deal with China, stop this garbage emboldening these countries? Absolutely. I said it before, the Genocide Olympics in Beijing, we should have no relationship with enemies of our country, particularly the Chinese Communist Party. That was an insane, stupid decision to participate in those Olympics. We should have no relationship, you know, sports wise. And I would argue, you know, more and more economically with the Chinese Communist Party in particular. That is a very dangerous development. The amount of global trade. They're our number one global trading partner. We really had no trade relationship with the Soviet Union during the Cold War. We should shift towards that mindset because they are our number one geopolitical enemy, and they should be treated as such. It's Jake Beckett. He's running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Arkansas, and what a great guy. I mean, to have the kind of knowledge and experience that he has militarily and the kind of knowledge and experience that he has um, also on the playing field, what a great you know uh, breadth of of information and experience he has in both of those topics, which are top of mind right now. Glad to have him on. If you're listening in Arkansas, and a lot of you are, make sure that you really consider voting for him, getting the incumbent out and getting somebody in there who's young, who understands culture today, who understands loving America. This guy loves America. He loves the country. This whole kneeling for the flag, he doesn't play with that. And by the way, uh, you heard that in two parts, and I didn't intend it to be in two parts. Very rarely do we have a technical issue. Sometimes, you know, on the stream, that'll be a Twitch issue. But on the actual radio show, very rarely do we have a technical issue. There was one during the interview. I'm glad I was able to bring you the rest of it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post it over right at the end of the program at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to post the entire interview up on Rumble. There is a Rumble link over at JoePags.com, or if you've already got Rumble, and if you're not following me, look up Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S, and uh, when you're there on Rumble, you'll be notified via email when we upload things. Again, go there, check out the entire interview without, without stopping, just continuously, and, um, and I think that you'll get something out of it. This guy is a guy who really cares about the country, and he knows that now is the time. We're sort of on that, on that, that, that teetering place that either we go one way or we go the other way, and if a guy like this is in office, I think he helps us to stay Stay right where it should be for freedom, liberty, the Constitution, and our value system. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Much more to come. Another big hour coming your way. Dr. Jesse Lopez coming up on the Joe Pags Show. This is the Joe Pags Show.